0: two one hello everyone and welcome again to the comics deserve better podcast and if this is your first time with us welcome for the first time my i am the host brian and with me as always are carrie hello and richard hey how are you doing very well can't complain how are you
1: I'm cool. doing well, thank
0: you. Good. good. Uh, I'll, I'll just say, I was going to say, I only thing I can't complain about is that Darcy's not with us today, but uh, she has some other stuff to going on. But she'll be back with us next week, so we'll go ahead and do our episode together today. If you guys are ready, <laughs> we're ready to go forward. <laughs> okay. Well, um, we had news, but it was mostly Darcy who wanted to talk about it, so I'm not going to steal her thunder. So let's talk about it next week. So we'll go ahead and go right into spotlights. Uh, Actually, Carrie, uh, you have a surprise spotlight for us. So um,
2: we're recording on Valentine's Day. So happy Mm -hmm. day if this is something you choose to celebrate. I just like gifts. So um, it's not really something that's horribly important, but I, whatever. Um, So we do spotlights on independent comics, but I came across something on Instagram. And because today's Valentine's Day... And I'm a true crime head and I'm always about kind of like awareness of surroundings and personal safety. This is, I don't know if this is like an internet creepy pasta or if this is something serious. So I'm gonna read it. It's not very long. It says, I love TikTok. Women share so much on TikTok these days. Do they have a dog? Do they live in an apartment or do they live on the ground floor? How long is their hair? Do they live with their parents? Do they live alone? I see it all. I love to watch it. They link their Instagram. It's all public. Such nice hair. They post stories. You can figure out where they live. Look at the reflection from the mirror in this video. Spot a large building out of the window in that video. I see it all. I keep a spreadsheet. I draw little floor plans and maps of their apartments and homes from their videos. It's a hobby. It's harmless. Do they stay up late? Where do they sleep? Watch her stories. She's out celebrating with friends. Nobody is home. Plenty of closet space to hide in. Wait till they come home, fall asleep. Maybe touch her hair. Maybe cut some off. I collect it. Very nice hair. She's asleep. They never know. You can take lots. So uh, the reason I wanted to read that um is I just find it's I just think personal awareness, personal safety is like of the utmost importance. I think one of the best gifts. That you can give the people that love you, whether it's a partner, whether it's your family, whether it's your friends, um, and I think also e- yourself is included in that love. I think the best gift you can give anybody that loves you is the gift of your own safety, of coming home at night, of being able to text and call and saying "I love you," uh, smiling to your family and friends and what and whatnot. So. Uh, like I said it's it's floating around the internet um it's written by somebody called Sam Town again that's an obviously an alias so I don't know if it's supposed to be like tongue-in-cheek or whatever but the point of the of the matter is is that on a day like today where we're all out celebrating some kind of love you know just love yourself enough to keep one eye open (laughs) and um to make sure that you don't let people talk to you who shouldn't talk to you like I'm literally just preaching about stranger danger at this point but (laughs) it's very very important to me um so yeah I just thought that story was really creepy and we do overshare a lot um I personally do not keep my um social medias public for that reason I've I'm victim survivor whatever of rape and assault I do not um I don't fuck around with that at all, so I like to make sure that no one knows who I am, where I am at all times. Um, So that's just me being a little like OCD about it, but yeah, it's definitely um, something that's important to me, and that story was really fucking weird, so happy Valentine's Day.
0: The most important thing is to be safe, definitely. Always. I, yeah. I know um, Absolutely. I have, a, I have a public Instagram, but I make sure that when I post something, if it's not about the clash, then it's and if it's about something doing you know, we're doing something, it's like four or five days after you know, like I don't I don't post as of you know for that very reason. You know? Well
2: also too, and that we can go on a big discussion, yeah. so we'll we'll drop it after this, but also too, um you're a big dude. Mm-hmm. So and he, you don't have the same vulnerability quote-unquote absolutely that a woman does mm-hmm. um even a woman who does everything quote-unquote the right way calling texting being on the phone not you know traveling alone you know making sure you pass by storefronts so you're on sec- like security cameras you can do everything the right way and mm-hmm. still be a victim of like happenstance so it's just to um bring that to the forefront because I'm always afraid of like you know violence against uh the vulnerable so that's all my little soapbox is done
1: very nice Yay. i did see a tweet the other day and it was like dating must be wild for women because you're just meeting strange men and you know what we're about and i
0: was
1: just <laughs> like yeah, yeah yeah that sounds insane <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: that's funny <laughs> okay well it's
1: like funny but terrifying and i'm yeah. like oh yeah there's actually bad
2: there's actually a, a really cool Gemma Corell or Coral um, webcomic mm-hmm. where she's like, oh, I love being a girl. I love wearing cute frilly skirts and hair bows. I love having to jog with one air in. I love having to keep a can of mace in my purse. I love having to have a Rottweiler be my guard dog. And it just it slowly, you know, yeah. downward spirals into like everything women have to do to like, you know, stay protected. And it's it's. um. It's tongue in cheek, but it's very timely as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's actually, to bring it back to comics, that's actually a really good follow on, on Instagram and everything is Jim McCorl.
2: Yeah, I love so her.
0: She's great. Doesn't recommend so maybe we'll put that link in there as well besides the link to the Pastas. oh no you don't uh, oh. that's,
2: it's floating around oh, the internet floating. you don't okay. have to okay yeah Perfect. i'm not giving that person any credit for writing something that's going to give me a nightmare but Excellent. like just <laughs> we'll, we'll, just, stay we'll it. just stay up
0: all night yeah exactly. we're gonna play monster hunter all night that's okay oh that sounds great all right okay um and then i'll get fired from my job for, <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> for up. My we day. need your job okay. <laughs> okay. all right well all right so I guess I'll I'll go ahead and move on to my spotlights. Um only the uh, Richard, you don't have a spotlight, correct? Not and, tonight. Okay. Well, we'll get you next week. And it'll be the best spotlight. God damn it, ever. Richard. That's I part of the
2: assignment. We're I'm supposed
0: just, to have this shit
1: together. <laughs> I was thinking maybe I should make it like a bit that every yeah. every, every oh week by a spotlight's coming next week yeah, yeah. i love that yeah. oh the great.
0: best spotlight ever you 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 cannot there's there's a there's a one of the podcasts i listened to um they were supposed to um it, do a review like uh, they do movie reviews on the on the podcast and they were supposed to do a review on snake eyes and for about three months they've been going oh yeah you know we never got the Snake Eyes this week yeah. so we're yeah, gonna go ahead that. and they're I like we, we've that. absolutely watched it we've seen it don't worry like totally obvious they haven't seen it and they just <laughs> keep on pushing it every week until I mean this happened uh, when the Snake Eyes come out like in November and this has been happening since then so that's funny, it's, it keeps on going on so that's a definitely a good, a good ploy all right well I'll go ahead and do mine here it's actually from um, uh, the, from a short box. Uh, they had that uh, short box street fair back in October uh, where they made a lot of books available digitally that they hadn't before <laughs> that they hadn't before. Um, and uh, one of the books I picked up, I, I read over our break and it's called dead end jobs for ghosts. <laughs> it's um. By Aminder Dalawal. It was written back in 2020, but it's excellent. Um, the second I finished this, I I put on the group chat. I put the PDF on the group chat. Like everyone, read this, please. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very happy to uh, to be talking about this. It is available now uh, physically as well. In fact, the link that's going to be attached on the notes is going to be the physical link because um, the digital link is to um, a website, some people might know that rhymes with shmumrobe, so I don't really want to give them a lot of business right now. So we'll talk about the physical copy instead. Um, but dead end jobs for ghosts. It's uh, essentially it's a story about automation and cap- and the horrors of capitalism, but very tongue in cheek. So you know all those great automated uh, those uh, things that we have nowadays, like the machines that are making nails and like self-driving cars and everything like that well turns out it's not really actual um robotics that's that's doing these things um, a ghost an entrepreneurial ghost who apparently <laughs> the movie ghost was based on according to the book uh, came uh figured out how to use poltergeist technology for ghosts to be able to handle things in the real world And so, and then went into business with the, the, um, the person who could see him, um, Whoopi Goldberg in the ghost movie. Um, And so she handles the, the living side of the business and the dead side of the business is handled by this person, the Patrick Swayze character, essentially. (laughs) Um, And what they do is they hire ghosts to do these tasks with everything from like i said self-driving cars to automated machinery there's a old septuagenarian um ghost who does self-checkout at uh, the uh, at the grocers <laughs> and so the whole point like why i was like why do you want you know you're a ghost you should be like resting but why are you why are you doing this stuff and the reason why is that they then um the the families of the people who who lost their 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 loved ones get random checks from long lost aunts in quotation marks and uncles because who's ever said no to a check you know so <laughs> so they're like you know they even made that joke they're like oh wow i didn't even go ahead and you know from that lived in sri lanka and I, I can accept this money, said no one ever. <laughs> you know? so, so essentially, um, this, this story is, is, is basically, that's kind of the plot of the story. It follows a few ghosts through their daily lives, in quotation marks, their daily deaths. Um, and one of them was a, um, a young girl who died uh, while taking her driver's exam. Um, was hit by a, uh, a speeding SUV that, um, that ran a stop sign, wasn't paying attention, then fled the scene. So she uh, ends up deciding, deciding to become the, the self-driving car and, and, and is basically taking care of somebody, accidentally runs into, while well, at the, um, the out-of-a-car wash, which is being run by 19th century Victorian handmaids ghosts. That like you know like washerwomen women, um, mm-hmm. there and so she's like always excited to go there because she likes to say hi to her her old friends, and sees the car, so decides one day to follow after her the person who owns the self driving car falls asleep, gets out and follows the car trying to find out where they live, and so that they, they can kind of avenge their their death in a way like you know basically get this person. Um, guilty well that leads to shenanigans obviously so i'm not going to get fully into it because i don't want to fully spoil it but mm-hmm. it's it's very tongue-in-cheek it definitely it's very poignant because of like this habitual need in our society for people to feel like they have to work and work constantly even when they've earned their peace so it's 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 a fun interesting <laughs> story it's it's very good and like i said you get it and get it mailed to your house i think it's seven pounds british pounds so if you're in the uk like like rebecca hi rebecca Rebecca. then you know it's it's seven pounds but i think that's like 10 or 11 usd if you're over here in the states that's awesome
2: i like the artwork
0: yeah it's nice black and white very crisp um kind of an anime feel to Mm -hmm. it but not really like a western anime like one of those and um there's some cameos by famous ghosts including the ghost from um from uh, what's that movie called? Uh, Ring, The Ring. Oh,
2: Samara. Samara. Yeah,
0: is uh, is a special guest star in this, <laughs> this awesome. book.
2: I love Samara,
0: so definitely recommend. It, that, cool. that was Dead in for Ghosts by Aminder Dallawal. Very cool. Yeah,
1: sounds awesome.
0: Yeah, definitely. I was very happy to, to to just discover it. I liked a lot of the books I read too, but this one definitely was the one that kind of struck the biggest chord. So, awesome. we're on to our main subject, which I was the one who chose this week. This was my week. And for Valentine's Day, I chose a very dark and violent book. <laughs> um, Not on purpose, but it was, um, the book I chose was uh, Sparrowhawk by Delia S. Dawson by um, Matthias Basla. Rebecca Nalty and Jim Campbell, and it's from Boom Studios. And I think it came out 2019, if I remember correctly, as individual issues, and then now it's uh, collected. And it's actually on Comicsology Unlimited if you subscribe to that for free. So uh, definitely, well, free after your subscription. So there you go. Yeah, definitely recommend. Um, so, quick synopsis: This story takes place in Victorian England and. Um, if you've ever read the real Alice in Wonderland, like the book, and or through the looking glass, that shit's dark. And this yes. is a, this is a very dark version of that story. <laughs> so that tells you kind of how dark this is. It's um, um essentially this is story about Artemisia. Am I saying her name right? Oh, what's Artemisia. Um, Artemisia. Yeah, I, right. I
2: didn't know how to say it either.
0: And this is why we need Darcy she is yes She, she is the um the illegitimate daughter of of a naval captain in Victorian England and she's half black she's half white and um she lives with the rest of the family in England away from from her mom and I'm assuming it was it was some somewhere in Africa they don't really ever say where her you know where her her other people are from but um anyways so the person so even though she's living with them she's a daughter um she you know she gets fine things but she's also tasked to helping the oldest daughter um as basically her handmaiden and um so uh before the book starts the oldest dies in a a tragic accident and um artist are, I'm just gonna call her Art because she—that's that, what she goes by in the book. Uh, art and um, her uh, her youngest sister Caroline are mourning the death of, of their sister, and you and then um, they're called back. You find that the only person really in the entire family that truly loves Art is Caroline. There's a, there's definitely a bond and a love between them, and um, everyone else is kind of cold towards Art, uh, so. They they come back uh, to the house and uh, basically the mom is is ordering Art to put on the the um, the wedding dress of the of the dearly departed sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically saying that now you know th- this 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 marriage that she was about to get into before she died was going to basically give us a lot of financial freedom and basically let us survive. So now it's up to you because if it's not up to you we're gonna force caroline to marry like a 70 year old duke mm-hmm. and she caroline's like 12.
2: yeah she's at the little. most
0: and so obviously you know art does not want that to happen so she agrees so she is putting on the uh the wedding dress and trying it on when she all of a sudden sees not her in the mirror but uh a fairy a fairy queen to be exact And that Fairy Queen then pulls Art into a different realm and using her to get into our realm of Earth. And that was the Unseelie Queen. And she has come to conquer this realm. And Art is then was used basically as a portal to get over there. So the Unseelie Queen then takes the, the image of Art and is going to go down to this ball, this cotillion, wherever it's gonna happen, where, where she's supposed to meet the betrothed. Um, meanwhile, Art is stuck in fairy, the, the very same fairy that you've probably read a lot about in Neil Gaiman books. <laughs> and it's not a nice place. So um, first, first things, first thing that uh, Art meets is essentially kind of a Cheshire Cat character um, but a lot, a lot worse, um, where that character basically says, "I will help you, but you will have to give me something." And like, I want your firstborn. And Art says, "I'm never going to have kids, so I can't promise you that." And so, <laughs> and so, um, the 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 um, the creature, which Crispin. I, Crispin, thank you very much. I just the name just skipped my head for a second there. Uh, Crispin then. Um, says, well, okay, we'll 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 take something else that's dear for you, um, something that you, you that you'll never you'll you'll never miss because we're gonna take your most precious memory because you, and you won't even realize it's gone because you won't remember it once we take it from you. So she she decides to, to do that. Well, that memory is the memory of her sister, the one that loves her that she loves back, and that unfortunately kind of unravels in a way it's later revealed things in in art's head where her her love and compassion it's kind of all centered around that care around that sister and 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 like and like almost her, man, her humanity exists because mm-hmm. that's the only sister that or only person that really treats her well and now she's forgotten her. Mm-hmm. well so crispin um, who looks like a bunny with really sharp fangs. Yeah. Um, with no, no long ears, but just like a big, floofy, bunny-like creature and very sinister looking as well as adorable at the same time. Very well drawn. Um, basically coerces her, saying that she needs to get strong to go back and to save save the, her realm. She needs to fight the sealy Queen and in order to do that, she needs to be strong. And the only way you get strong in fairy is by killing. And the more you kill, the more powerful you get. And so he urges her to kill these harmless little butter fairies, um, but she's like, oh, I can't do, you know, oh, I could never do that. I could never harm something as innocent as these little, these little like bouncing about yellow fat little cherub things. Know, they're the most
2: precious. Um, that and,
0: been. but, but when, when this, when that happens, um, another a creature uh, um, which you find out is one of the Unseelie um, is is murdering those little Butter Fairies and so out of out of aggression slash out of like to protect those Butter Fairies she ends up killing the Unseelie mm-hmm. and when she does she passes out and she wakes up with um, with wings in her back and you find out that whatever she whatever she kills, she takes the power of, and she's slowly becoming a fairy, and so it becomes a moral dilemma of, like, what does she kill? Like, she knows she has to kill in order to get power, in order to come back to to the to the realm. However, it's like obviously killing is bad, but as the further she goes, like I said, that moral compass is unraveling very fast mm-hmm. and and it, it becomes more and more about her than anything else including when she meets warren who is a the son of the unseely queen who is an outcast because warren has decided that he's a pacifist and will never kill so he's never molted and like transformed as a, as his brothers have and so they kind of have a like a, kind of like a romance at first sight thing where they obviously kind of do, do dearly care for each other and don't want to hurt each other but one's going one way the other one's going the other way you know it's bound it's going to bound to happen <laughs> towards the end of the book mm-hmm. um so i don't want to get too much into this territory during the description so we'll I'll, I'll stop right there so uh what did you guys think about it
2: um wants to go i don't know richard do
0: you want
1: to go first you go oh yeah no i really like the book um so it's interesting so i felt like when i was reading it i felt like everything was very telegraphed like i was like okay i think i understand what's happening next here what's happening next here Mm -hmm. and then when i got to the end i was like oh okay because i was actually thinking that we'd get to the end and it'd be like a time loop story Mm -hmm. and she was the uh the uh, fairy queen uh-huh. but no like you know something different happened so yeah, exactly. but no, I really enjoyed it like the different creatures like it was like every every few pages you're going to be introduced to a new you know interesting creature in that world yes that was more than likely going to be brutally murdered <laughs> I know I know exactly no it was, it was a fun little ride and like it was like it, it was interesting to see um art's like descent into like evil and madness because she knew that, like, it was obvious not to trust Crispin. And Crispin's, like, letting her know that, hey, I'm pushing her in the direction I want because I won't lie to you, but I'm only going to answer the questions that you ask.
0: Yes. Exactly. So
1: at any point, like, I, like throughout the whole book, I could, why don't you just ask what the memory is that you lost?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. But, like, of course, we don't have a story if, if she does that. Yeah, yeah, there's no book.
0: That's but, like, true. the whole
1: time I was just, like... Ask some more pertinent questions, young lady. Like-
0: <laughs> yeah, and and I think that's part of the the, the dark path that she le- re- leads herself down, and she is led down, her you know, by Crispin. Where I don't think she cares <laughs> by by, by like, at least the middle. Oh, of the no, yeah, by the
1: end, she, when she's she's too far gone. Oh, there's
0: absolutely there's that portion where where she ends up um, murdering a bunch of fairies, and then then finds out that they were kind of like neutral Mm -hmm. or or, or kills that the the guardian the the defender and finds out that that it was that wasn't an evil thing you know she said oh i want to kill evil things and then chris was like well you never asked so i wasn't gonna tell you not to kill him you know exactly so 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 she obviously you know that that would have been a good question for her to ask right away but unfortunately the further she goes into the story the further i honestly don't think she cares anymore until the very end so i guess we'll we'll spoil it
1: but uh to say counterpoint but every time she kills uh something or actually every time she kills something big enough mm-hmm. she goes into like a like a cr- cocoon chrysalis and she comes out looking like crazier and slightly more awesome so, yeah
0: absolutely <laughs> no, cool. nice trade off yeah although
2: i liked her penultimate um modification before I liked her actual, her final form. Yes. yes. Like when she was all flowers yeah. and like really yeah, vibrant. Yeah, you I and thought I, that was cool.
1: Like the last form she had right before she leaves the other side.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it's really good.
0: No, yeah, it's, uh, very nice. Yeah, that was definitely my uh, favorite uh, Pokemon form of, <laughs> of, uh, yeah, of the evolution of art.
2: Um, I liked the book a lot. I thought the book was, was really well done, I thought it was really entertaining. Um, I don't like violent things. It's really hard for me to um, to read or like see violent images, but, but yeah, I can watch a fucking autopsy video like all day, that does not bother me. <laughs> but like, um, it's because it's, even though it's still really tragic because like, as you learn, like what she kills is not always something that's like quote unquote evil. Um, the violence was really easy for me to, like take in because it's not she only has red blood the first fight because once she kills, she becomes part of the fairy world and she has green blood. Yes. So after that, like everybody has green blood, and it's not. and I, and then it's like, oh, okay, this is not as gruesome. I know that sounds really bad, but like, you know, I can get I can um deal with it a little bit better. But, um, she, I was telling Brian earlier that like, you know, I love true crime. So I kind of went into this book with like the whole serial killer nature versus nurture argument that you'll always hear like um, clinicians and like um, psychologists argue about and it's, you know, and it can be considered controversial or whatever. Um, So I was wondering if she, you know, like when in the description, Brian said, "Like, oh, Caroline, the sister, was like her one, um, her one stable piece of family that made her feel loved, and that made her feel like sort of accepted." Because Art never felt fully accepted. I mean that that message is entirely clear. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: And throughout the entire book, especially in her interactions with Warren. She always talks about, I just want to be loved for who I am. I just want to be loved. And so in her desire to attain that, because once, I think once she's, um, once she finds out that the Unseelie queen is going to attack the human world, which Crispin totally fucking plays like art like a fucking fiddle like that's Mm -hmm. so obvious and so like so
1: did what was crispin because warren keeps telling her that crispin is one of her his mother's creations yes yes Yes. so is this crispin's task i feel like or is this crispin just you know dicking around i
2: feel like this is crispin going rogue and doing this and fucking around with art for his own personal gain. Okay.
1: Right. Because at first, that's what I thought. But then when we get to the end oh. and you're yeah. kind of going down, I'm also like, wait, was this all part of the plan? Exactly.
0: Oh, okay. That, that, I can see that too. And that's what I was about to say too, is that I think the end makes it seem like that the, unless like he's just, this is what he does every day, all the time. <laughs> but like, you know, I feel that like that is more his purpose because of what he does at the end of the book as well. So yeah. he's just also, like, Crispin, just kind of a jerk. Yeah. yeah oh absolutely.
1: Yeah, absolutely yeah he's a total asshole
0: like i said like he's like the a dark cheshire cat and like that he uh, uh, he
1: reminded me of uh, what, what are those? uh they're a final fantasy like staple creature they kind of look like a uh oh
2: yeah
1: Qu- quark something like that but mm-hmm. they're they're they kind of look like a lynx or whatever mm-hmm.
0: i know yeah. what you're talking about the, but
1: the that's Moog- definitely what he reminded me of
0: <laughs> oh, wasn't moogle was it no
1: no 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 they look like a a lynx they're they're an enemy character that.
0: You oh fight. okay
1: Okay. But they're like a staple, the way Marlboro or Tonberry are a staple. Yes, 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 yes.
0: And also, my mistake uh, in my head, Crispin didn't have ears, and like I'm looking at the book again, Crispin has very prominent
2: ears. Yeah, he does.
0: Yes, so yeah, definitely like a little bunny. Um, but but what ahead. I
2: was saying about art, I think that she, because in the human world she was so rejected that like, she she didn't have a lot of good innately in her. I think she had a lot of hatred regardless. So it wasn't hard for Crispin to flip that in his favor and to basically create a killing monster. Now- Right, right. Just by eliminating
1: that uh, tether to Caroline, that was the one thing that kept her going, that kept her sane. And without it, it was easy to get her to spiral downward.
2: But what I thought was also interesting is that when- are we spoiling it? Because we usually... Yeah. Okay. That's
0: how we go we so, go spoilers. So
2: Warren... Okay, so Art kills Warren. And Warren was falling in love with Art. And he... Well, they're got, falling in love with each other. I yeah, think yeah, they're both mutual. falling in love with each other. But, like, like, it. she never fully admitted it, even though Crispin could tell. But, like, I think Warren admitted it. And, like, she kills them, They're, like, kind of arguing. And she says like I can't take this anymore and I don't think she and I think like at this time it truly was an accident like Mm -hmm. I think she was like in the in the throes of turning her head and leaving him she has this huge unsealy um like sword that she stole from like a, a dead body and so as she's swinging it it slashes him and he dies and I think in that moment I think I don't know I I'm well, maybe I'm wrong, but, like, it felt like a little bit of her old self came back, because I think she realized, oh, fuck, I did this, you know, like, this was somebody who actually cared, and Mm -hmm. I I cared for him, too.
1: In the same way Caroline was her tether, like, she was forming a new tether to whatever humanity she had left to Warren, and then for her to do that, even on axis, she's like, she realizes, oh, my God, what have I done, but also... At that point, all bets are off. She's she's going full evil. There's nothing yeah. that's had to hurt.
0: That's true. Yep. No, totally. that, that is that's definitely the end of it for her. Um, but and then and then when you now, the big thing at the end, um, if you want to talk about it right now, or, or let's, let's actually. You know what? We'll, we'll come back to that. Um, why don't we talk? Uh, what like the color work? in this? <laughs> That's
1: what I was going to mention. It's so colorful. Like, even mm-hmm. when it's drab, it's extremely mm-hmm. colorful. Yeah. It's beautiful.
0: Like,
1: yeah, no, it, it's so... I don't know. It's, it's just so vibrant in every sense of the word.
0: No, it, absolutely. It, it, definitely, it definitely pops the entire time. And, and just
1: all the characters and monsters are so weird-looking. I love it. Mm-hmm.
2: What's, what was that thing, the Fuka? Was that the thing that, like, would... Uh, shapeshift into like her loved ones
0: mm-hmm. and yes.
2: it, it turns into like her wait okay oh and it turned into like um, her bio mom which was fucked yes. up
0: yes and though know, she's never seen her yeah before
2: that was really yeah. jacked up I did not like that
0: no and then turns into Warren and then actually and seals it turns to Caroline at the very end yeah and since Art doesn't recognize Caroline that was an easy kill for her which is also very symbolic because at the end, what does, what does art do but betray Caroline at the end as well? So, wait,
2: how does art betray Caroline?
0: Because she, she, she pushes, pulls Caroline into the. Direction. Oh, yeah. Which places. Places. Yeah. yeah which that's places. fucked up. Too. And it all starts over again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With, so
1: uh, at the beginning of the book, and I, I don't think this tracks, but this was like a little head candy that I had to go back and read the, the, the beginning of the book. When uh, Elizabeth dies, mm-hmm. like they say that she's in a turned over carriage, but I was just like, is she the unsteely queen? Yeah, that's what be I easily, was wondering too. Like, got pulled in, got manipulated, lived there for a minute, and then, mm-hmm. but it, it kind of doesn't track. <laughs> also, it makes it creepier if uh, uh, Art was falling for her uh, step nephew or whatever, yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> half nephew. So we get a little, you know, get a little game games of throny there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. No, and but yeah, and,
1: like at first, like I, I had to go back to verify. So I think my little head theory is wrong, but like it it, it kind of tracks.
0: It, <laughs> it kind of tracks, especially since time it, it stated that time moves very different right. very, than it does, because by the time this entire adventure goes in, and and they show the passage of night and day multiple times during this entire adventure. And then it's the same night that she was pulled in when she gets back into the earth earthly realm. Oh,
2: that's right. That's so, right.
0: So a lot could happen, including um, siring multiple children, including Moran. You know, that could that could have sure. easily happened within minutes or hours and on the earthly plane so
2: i just i loved the artwork i thought it was really entertaining the whole book um i didn't there wasn't an act. there wasn't a character oh no wait i take that back i thought the stepmother was a
1: piece of shit
0: yeah oh yeah she was awful yeah um, mm-hmm.
1: i do love though like in these type of stories you have like there's a uh agreed upon stereotype of how a stepmother's gonna act and she was just hit she was playing the hit oh, yeah. <laughs> she was awful man yeah,
0: she was she, she read the manual she knew exactly like, how to be yeah. a terrible like
1: there's never uh like fairy tale or like victorian type story was like no, me and my stepmother got along famously. We loved each other. <laughs> we had a nice, healthy relationship. Yeah. It never happens that way.
0: Exactly. No, absolutely not. Um, actually, quick question. So mm-hmm. I actually thought it was a really cool um, addition to, the, to the, um, the story on how one of the weaknesses of the Unseelie, of the, the, unfi- the fairy, are um, that they have to count things like sugar. And salt salt, grains of salt. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's how that's how art is able to defeat the all the 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 wild hunt. Um, yeah, the brothers,
1: Warren's brothers, and the uh other sons of the uh unseenly queen.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep, and and so later in the final battle that happens on earth, um, art tries to use that same method to distract the unseenly queen. Mm -hmm. However, the unseen queen is able to to um to you know like like resist the resist temptation it. however wouldn't art be I, I thought the same thing I thought she
1: I thought that scene was gonna play out that she would she was gonna be the one diving on the floor to count stuff
0: mm-hmm. yeah absolutely that's exactly what I thought was gonna happen too but maybe she was too powerful as well like at that moment where she wasn't she was past that
2: but also too did you guys catch what the unsealy queen said and Richard this would play into the maybe it's Elizabeth because she says oh you know stupid girl or whatever she was like don't I've been in this realm way too long to fall for that trick right where technically she had only been there a day. human time like not even a day like maybe 12 hours that's a good yeah point. so you know like yeah how how
0: and she's immune to it as much as, as art artist to... who
2: spent her entire life there
0: yeah okay
2: so that could you're right that could be elizabeth yes mm-hmm.
0: um also at the end the final battle there's a very ninja guiden like ninja um panel where the unsilly queen um chops off art's hand and it's very like samurai ninja-esque I just
2: mm-hmm. oh she chops off i didn't even catch that yeah yeah
0: yeah, towards,
1: towards yeah, yeah. when even when uh art reverts back she's missing a that the, the stepmother says that she's I, like you're fighting and you're missing a hand how will we ever be able to marry yeah. you off?" Oh, that's all she cares
0: about like and the fact that like there's literally the dead body of some un- otherworldly creature hanging out in the back right yeah. in the back even the, the step
2: the father is sorry i feel like that was really loud in, in your ears um even the, the step the stepfather is shown or the dad is shown to be like kind of an ass in that moment too.
0: yeah well,
1: very- well um i don't know if either of you watched bridgerton but this was like kind of a b plot in bridgerton mm. where it's just it, like one of the side families the guy uh-huh. the father was like a horrible gambler and he had all this debt so basically he he uh he's gonna marry off the uh daughter of a uh friend who who actually has been pregnant but she's She's black so it's like she she looks super exotic but they're trying to marry her off really quick and if he marries her off quick he'll get his uh, gambling debts paid, but they want to marry her off and have her having sex before she's showing.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, so like that that's the first thing that hit me when she was just very interested. She's like, yeah, we'll get our status back. Like, you know, we'll get our money together. Oh. And then we took a, this doesn't go the same way as Bridgerton, this uh, <laughs> this mirror <laughs> world with fairies and demons and monsters. So it didn't play out exactly the same way.
2: That's horrible.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. The, the, the past is awful. Like I always, I tell people everything is bad right now in the world, yes. Yes. Also, the past was a hell of a lot. Yeah,
0: worse, that's so. true. Yeah, exactly. Gross, really, so. it's not much different. <laughs> like
1: progress is slow, but it, it's coming. It's, it's we're living it and it's it's coming. But it just gets it's slow. Um, One of my uh, favorite characters was the uh, big like boar monster that she's gonna kill, but ends up sparing. And he's just so polite. He's
0: polite <laughs> and helpful. I, I totally get a Cockney accent out of <laughs> whatever he, he's talking. Like, my mm-hmm. lady, you know, like, I, I love it. And yeah, yeah, I was about to say the same thing. Like, that was actually one of my favorite parts. And also, kind of the don't judge a book by by its cover kind right. of thing, because, you know, the only reason he was ever hunting was to, to eat. And so, right. He, and he, he was
1: just like, yeah, some things want to die. So I just asked <laughs> him politely and <laughs> they, they come on by.
0: <laughs> and like, sure, I'll <laughs> hop in your mouth. I'm like, well, thank you. Okay. But yeah, no, I, I just thought, yeah, er- everything is, was it just, it's just well done. And like, um, Delia's Dawson, I've checked and I don't think she's done anything since then. And I hope she does something soon.
2: So is there going to be more to this? Like, are we going to find out more or is this, are we left on a cliffhanger?
0: I would kind of, I mean, I, I feel, okay. I feel satisfied either way. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like if, if, if we're, if we're left with Caroline and the fairy being, being, um, like tempted by crispin and you know like you know we can just imagine what happens next and or if we actually get to follow what happens to carolina maybe Caroline makes different decisions or maybe she makes the same decisions you know it could just be a, a continuing narrative you know it'd be very interesting
2: yeah. oh totally
0: and you know i mean fairy is one of the coolest places to write about so i'm mm-hmm. always happy to get stories about but if i, if I see the word on Sealy. Or if I see fairy spelled with a ae, I'm, I'm I'm on board usually <laughs> when I'm when I'm looking <laughs> for a book, so definitely.
1: Um, one thing I did like so right before she gets pulled into fairy. Mm-hmm. Um, Caroline gives her a flower that she puts in her hair mm-hmm. and then every time she goes into her chrysalis faces and like she's having her little moral quandary mm-hmm. it always ends with the flower in her hair but then like again she can't because of how the memory's been removed she can't quite put the memory uh, you know together you know yeah. makes the connection
0: so, so she's putting the characters that she's meeting into the spot of Caroline also which I thought was very clever
2: and And you know, right off the bat, which memory she lost because Crispin, like she was about to follow Crispin and she's like, oh wait, I have a bit of rubbish in my hair. And it's the flower that that she got. She takes it off her hair and she throws it on the ground. And you're like, oh shit.
0: Also, I didn't catch it till um, a few times, like the second or third time reading this um, for this this podcast. Hmm. Um, Last panel. Yeah, it's molting
1: at the bottom of the
0: page. Yeah, it's molting at the bottom of the page. Oh, is it? I
2: yeah. didn't even I didn't even see that.
0: So that definitely is a continuing theme for Aww. the entire story. But yeah. Um I I got some very like, especially towards the end, like when they're back in the real real world, they mm-hmm. that col- the color work and the line work becomes very like David Massacelli style. Like the guy, the, the person who basically gets the credit for Frank Miller, you know, like the guy who, who did all the artwork that was like mm-hmm. in, during the Daredevil, like born again and stuff like that. And Dark Knight Returns and very, very, very like um, kind of like an artist's interpretation, like, um, you know, like really expressive faces, um, kind of flat colors. It's it's really cool, right. to, Yeah.
1: Yeah, that said I think it's uh not uh, Dark Knight Returns, but uh year, year one. one. But it's like this yes. minimalist, it's like a detailed minimalist style, and then it's kind of like you said, flat. So like there's a like I, I'll look at the art on the page. I was like, eh, there's not really like this isn't super detailed art. And I'll keep looking at it. And I was like, no, no, this is very detailed art.
0: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Either the details are what they need to
1: do. I do like is that every time um, Art does something particularly evil, like 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 you know, like like every time she hits like a new evil milestone, mm-hmm. there's like a zoom in on Crispin's face, and he has a very Cheshire cat smile mm-hmm. on his face.
0: He's like, "Yes, yes, <laughs> continue." Because like, what really purpose does he have to be doing this? Except, just well, that's to why chaos. I think
1: if if this is the purpose that the Unseelie Queen sent out for, him, but then again, the Unseelie Queen dies at the end so maybe i'm wrong
0: <laughs> maybe it wasn't that unseely queen that made made him like like you um, said th- that that sure. could be his sister and this could just be a long cycle of of queens mm-hmm. who knows yeah That's pretty. i mean cool. i'm not also really...
1: break that mirror when you're done <laughs>
2: yes please yeah seriously yeah, yeah
0: get your get your sister out <laughs> Somehow, when and, and actually, she turns back into human form at the end. So, therefore, you know, like convince your sister that you're still human, get engaged get her the hell yeah. out. Of but yeah,
2: but like, if Caroline went through the mirror to like, let's say, try to kill, um, Art, wouldn't she stay a fairy in the human world? Because I think you have to kill, like, the person you're supposed to kill, like the queen, essentially,
0: in order to. Well,
1: I, wouldn't that still be Art? Be- because art's the one that pulled her in
0: that's true so but but she would have to kill human art essentially right yeah not not fairy art oh fairy art that's new from (laughs) (laughs) Gulub. buy it at all toys R um but no okay (laughs) so
1: um, (laughs) yep uh, also, like I don't think we talked enough about Warren, but he's like emo pacifist guy. Like he, I there's an image that they specifically reference for him because like he definitely looks like somebody that I've interacted with in <laughs> the real world.
2: I Absolutely. have had a crush on the Warren type. I've probably slept <laughs> with the Warren type. I loved Warren. Warren was like <laughs> I was all about him.
0: Warren was like Robert Smith and a and and Morrissey combined it was one character but no racism he, thankfully.
2: Yeah. he was so cool and i felt so bad for him and he was so moody it was, he was. so
0: wonderful like like um I, kind of reminded me of terrible movie but fun nonetheless it's a brenner facer movie um with elizabeth hurley oh my gosh what's the name of that movie um where she's a devil
1: oh god um, yeah i know what she's you're talking about but i can't remember the day
0: She's giving wishes because he wants to like this one woman to fall in love with with him so she's he's wishing things to happen so that, that that could happen and one of the things is that he he wishes to be the most sensitive person in the entire world and like they're they're and the the vignette that happens is they're they're watching the sunset and every time he looks at the sunset he starts crying because it's so beautiful <laughs> and he can't like he cannot stop crying because like everything going on and it's just it's absolutely ridiculous It kind of just reminded me of also of warren like where he could just lament for 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 a day about the wilting flower next to a rock Aww. a mossy rock i love it
1: <laughs> bedazzled was the name bedazzled. of
0: dazzled thank you which is a remake i've never seen the original though I can't believe you looked that up. That's <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Directed
1: by Harold Ramis.
0: Oh, RIP. Didn't Ivan Reitman
2: die today? Ivan
0: Reitman died today. Yeah, the, yeah. That's sad. It was really sad. Definitely another RIP. Which, but, but yeah.
2: Oh, and the butter fairies. Butter that F- might be a tattoo.
0: Yeah, that was, <laughs>
2: They were pretty fucking cool.
0: I the, like them. I like the little, um, the 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 big. Uh, predator the one that became her companion oh, I the, 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 name. the the thing that um the things that he was hunting the little the little goblin people i like those little guys too oh the, yeah the, the brownies i think they were brown oh. I'm, I'm glad yeah, no,
1: this is a fun pick and also like um i think uh oh well, at least the times when i've been with you guys like we talk about like big stories it's like it's nice that this is like no this is a nice little five issue raw there's mm-hmm. nothing yeah. else attached like you know there's no like last week we did now that you know there's no bigger mess it's just like now nah, hey you want to read a fun comic book you yeah know, sparrow this, hawk
2: yeah this, and <laughs> exactly. I, I think this was very much needed after my you know reading mouth ma- yeah
0: no this was a nice <laughs> yeah. uh palate cleanser yeah,
2: definitely i
0: wish i could say that was on purpose but it really wasn't well there you go this was just I, it just came to my head um over the break um actually um We've mentioned her before on the podcast a few times. Lore um, it, it was the person who, who recommended this book to me back when it was first coming out. And so thank you, Lore. Thank you, Lore. It was a great choice. And you, Lore. I'm glad everyone else liked it as well. Yay. So, but yes. Okay, well, I think that might be it. Um, as I grab my final notes here, does anyone else have any random messages or anything that they want to say?
1: No, I mean, just, there's no excuse. Read Sparrowhawk. It's on Comcastology yeah. Unlimited. I'm yeah. sure there's a free trial or something you can get, but it's really
0: good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It takes less than 30 days to read it. So yeah, 30-day trial. <laughs> do definitely. they
2: really do a 30-day trial of I think, I think, they, I think
0: so, yeah. Things oh, like that's them. kind of fun. Yeah. Just so.
2: create 17 email addresses. Yeah. There
0: you go. And there you go. Mm-hmm. You can use my 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 GSD's account from last week, <laughs> Bribeats if you want to i'm sure that's not being used right now Um, all right well
1: i got an email yesterday and basically stayed there like hey if you don't log into your old aol email soon it's going to be shut down after may and i said "Huh, i haven't thought of this email account in like 15 years that
2: is so funny do you have the login still like can you could you go in if you wanted to
1: I mean, now that I have it, I'm sure, and I know it's attached to a different email address. So I'm sure if I did like change my password or something, it, you know, I'd be able to navigate through it. But I, I have no idea what the password could be. Yeah.
2: That's so funny.
0: Maybe it's better that it just goes D- away. D- guys, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. No. Like,
2: I guess there's this thing where you can actually still go to old MySpace pages and just see the homepage. Mm. and I'm frightened I was kind of considering going to find mine I'm like no fuck that I'm not I'm not revisiting
1: I was very much uh anti-social media when it started so by the time I was like fine I'll get on here because everyone keeps badgering me MySpace was already on the decline so I have one but like it was not customized in any sort of way like it was literally one girl that I was talking to had a MySpace so I created a MySpace because that's how that works
0: yep that was the only reason i got on facebook all the way back in the day before before i I think
2: my last myspace post was our engagement announcement
0: oh yeah Yeah,
2: i think that's that was it i think that was our last myspace god damn we are so fucking old
0: yeah
1: that was forever (laughs) Um, i think that's a perfect place on a valentine's day recording that's adorable yeah yeah
0: Speaking of, Hot Fuzz celebrated its 15th anniversary. Oh, and I was like, I oh, yeah, Hot we watched Fuzz. that when we first got married. And I'm like, oh, wow. We watched that when we first got married. I know. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, yeah. That was, I think, what the first movies went been to the theater as a married couple for.
2: That No, the one. Very- 3. No, the very first movie we went to as a married couple was um, *Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The animated *Teenage Mutant*. Where Ninja I Turns. got into someone's wrong car in the alley behind our. So,
0: so <laughs> I, we, we had our friend. We had our friend coming to meet us. Yeah. I, um, Carrie was get, finishing getting ready. She said, "Oh, go, go meet, go meet your friend." You guys? So- no,
2: no, 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 no. I wasn't feeling well. that's right. They had already gone to the movie theater. She's like, go without me. I was like, go without me. And then I texted Brian maybe like 10 minutes later. I was like, I'm feeling better. Fuck it. I want to go. So I was like, do you guys have time to come back and get me? And they're like, yeah. So they're on their way back. And I'm like, I'll meet you in the back alley. And our friend at the time drove a VW Jetta. So I'm waiting and I'm all dressed up or whatever. And this VW Jetta rolls up into our and parks by our security gate. I was like, oh, sweet, they're here. So I run out. I literally don't look in the passenger. I don't look in the driver's seat. I just open up the back door and I slide on in. And I look, and there are two men that I don't know and another girl. And I was like, oh, fuck, you're not my husband or his best friend. And they're like, no, what are you doing in our car? And I was like, fuck me, I'm so sorry. And they started cracking up. And I left, and they were really cool about it. So I got out of their car and I went back into the apartment building. But I was thinking, what shady, shit are you guys gonna pull this parking in our like our back alley
0: mm-hmm. and you
2: weren't picking anybody up
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then they left? Yeah, because they had some random ass girl get in their car, yeah, and then they and then I got picked up,
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Luckily, well, we, we came by and it was us to stay and by.
1: kids. That's why we needed an anecdote about safety at the beginning yes, of the episode. And that's
2: exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Yeah, and this is on. why, because I can all right, for personal experience, just. You know, we mm-hmm. owe it to each other to keep each other safe.
0: Always, no matter how drunk you are, always check the license plate of your Uber or your oh, <laughs> or your Lyft. Yeah, license.
2: and also
0: don't raise people to be predators.
2: Yeah, please. There also needs to be responsibility
0: exactly. on the on society. One hundred and fifty percent. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. It's yeah. not up to women to protect themselves. It's also for men not to be predators.
2: Or it's just for anybody not to be predatory yeah. to
0: anybody. Exactly.
1: Yes. Predator is reserved for aliens that hunt humans from planet to planet. That's no, the only predator that we co-sign here. Or, or yeah. if
0: you're stuck in a ferry and you need to get out, you know, maybe that... that no, be- uh, no, that no. didn't end well. Right? <laughs> no, that didn't. I'm totally joking. Don't worry. No. <laughs> <laughs <laughs> <laughs> See, we learned our lesson in the book.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm so glad,
1: Richard, that you and I agree. Carrie, Carrie. One of us drew a completely different lesson from this story. Brian's like, oh... Now have I have know what I you. now I know what to do with this situation. <laughs> you,
0: you don't have to I was taking notes. No, you don't have to believe me, but I was saying that completely tongue in cheek. But you don't take take my word for it okay, as much as you we'll, want.
2: We'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. All right.
2: We'll,
0: well, I think that might be it for now. Um, now <laughs> that my phone has not promptly placed into my mouth. <laughs> so all right. Well, everyone, we've <laughs> excuse me. Um We've reached the end of the show. Thank you to everyone for listening, as always. Email us at uh, any questions or comments at better at gmail.com. Instagram, Twitter, and goodpods is cdbpod. Website is WordPress.com, where you can request subjects for a future show. Um, the URLs for the episodes, except for the newest one, all are broken because we just went to a different uh, provider. So... I have the weekend and i'll be or i have the next couple of days i guess because the weekend's already over um <laughs> and i'll be fixing those urls very soon all 68 of them so Ooh. bear with me um uh richard where can we find you
1: oh you know i'm at top cat 360 on all social media um come bother me i'll be your friend <laughs>
0: yay, yay and um well, I'm just gonna, you know what? I'm gonna start just giving out my Instagram because I don't really don't do anything on my Twitter. Um, so I'm Bryjen underscore C B on Instagram. Um dot Darcy. is, is Darcy's website. Um, and she's and, books and on but, Twitter, right? And she's books and on Twitter as well. Just giving that out. And Carrie is at Bill Gates on Instagram, <laughs> at, Jeff, at Jeff Bezos. Oh
2: no. no, they're fucking gross. Just, no offense yeah. to like anybody, like I have a real issue that the fact that The Rock is friends with Jeff Bezos. Bezos, yeah, because I really love Dwayne Johnson. I think he's a funny. I think I mean I grew up with uh WWE, so I'm I mean like I could smell what The Rock was cooking since <laughs> I was like a little kid. <laughs> So like, I grew up with that. I love him. Like, I just, I love the, like how he's evolved as a career, like with his career and like everything as a person, I think his daughters are all adorable. I think his wife is, I just love his whole vibe. So the fact that he was like wishing Jeff Bezos, like a happy birthday, I was like, you seem like such a legit person. Yeah. And here you are. But I I get it. He's a businessman and he, Needs to sell his soul a little bit too. I understand. I yeah. mean, I get it. I get it. I was we'll... gonna
1: say, if I had the opportunity, I'd totally be friends with Jeff Bezos. He's trying to leave the planet, and I'm, i i i want to be on that rocket because obviously he knows something that I don't.
0: Take it, please. Um, no, and well, you know, we are recording. Uh, Valentine's Day and yesterday was the Super Bowl at the time of recording. And I never knew that the Super Bowl needed a hype man until until the rock yesterday. <laughs> it never <laughs> happened before, but it was excellent. Uh, Wait, like, what? The, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you were, didn't you, see that? The, yeah, it yeah, was, yeah, was working that working? Fucking day. Um yeah, Dwayne, before, uh, the, so... before the game started. Yeah. He Dwayne Dwayne Johnson goes out into the middle of the of the uh of the field and basically hypes the audience about what's But, like, the Super
1: literally, Bowl. when we were saying before the game started, like, literally, the teams are lined up for kickoff. Like, yeah. the game's going to start. And he like, basically, Dwayne Johnson comes out, but he's emceeing the beginning of the Super Bowl as The Rock. So he's doing oh, a full shit. rock wrestling promo oh, to yes. introduce the Super Bowl. It was really fun.
2: That's awesome. <laughs> As yeah. someone
1: who also has smelled with the Rockets cooking for a very long time, <laughs> yes, it, right up my alley.
2: Oh my God. <laughs> no, like um, I was just today, like on the morning after the Super Bowl, like watching all the Instagram reels and bullshit. All these fucking celebrities were there. Like mm-hmm. people that I that I love, that I I think I love just because I love their like celebrity persona. Like Lizzo was there, her DJ um, uh, Sophie was there, like all these like fucking really chill people. I'm like, oh, I wanted um, not that I wanted to be there because I obviously I don't, perhaps. but I'm like, oh, that's really cool because like some really cool fucking people were out there.
0: And um, Taika Waititi um, yes. posted a few hours before the game where it was just his he was doing a selfie in front of the of the empty field and he's like, I think I got here early. <laughs>
2: Yeah, just like lots of fun.
0: Yeah, uh, and did but like a creator of a non-prof
2: where she provides food, hygienic services, haircuts, nails, wigs, walkers, clothes to the unhoused on Skid Row. CNN. uh, She won one of those CNN Heroes of the Year um, awards for 2021. She had a bit um, on whatever channel shows the Super Bowl. um, They interviewed her, and that was part of the, the preview for it. Um, If you have the opportunity and you go, you're on Instagram, please follow her. She's an amazing individual. All of everything she does goes to the unhoused community, specifically Skid Row. If you've ever been to LA, if you've ever seen that, um, uh, the people there are just left to literally flounder on their own. uh, If you hear things about community services or the city of LA kicking in, fuck that. They don't. Uh, They're literally left out there to to like rot. Mm -hmm so um her and her crew do an amazing job if you have like a dollar to spare every all she has she's just go watch some of her Instagram reels she's incredible um I follow her we donate I just I love her so much and the work that she does because Skid Row is by my uncle's work and I've you know gone down there before and and people are forgotten and it's it's the sad reality of the world we live in this is the in-house are seen as lesser than and most of the time it's um besides already being the marginalized community of being the in-house a lot of the people in la who are unhoused are black and so that just adds like the whole racist thing to it because first responders aren't always going to be the nicest to them they're usually not it's um it's a it, it's a messy situation and it's uh and they need to be helped as much as they can by anybody who's willing to help them. So I'm all about Ms. Shirley and that organization.
0: Let's add uh, her information to the Yeah, because uh, I
2: I mean, like, really, it, it, she's she's incredible. She just donated, like, over, like, 60 walkers yeah, nice. for people, for dis, for disabled, unhoused um, community members. So that
0: was really awesome. And that was because of donations. Well, so I think that might be it for the show then. Thank you once again. And for Richard and Carrie, and of course Darcy, um, come back soon, and I am Brian, and this has been the Comics Is Are Better podcast, and remember, comics is better, and everyone deserves comics, good night, bye, bye.
1: night.